Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Hooray! It's already season five. Welcome to our brand new seasoned episodes. Alrighty then, let's just do it. Take a listen to episode four of season five. We're calling it Love Languages. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben as they give their opinions on dating and relationships. Still gonna feel needing you to talk to me in your love language. Show me, yeah. I wanna connect to you. Help me understand how you speak your love language. Bad as I wanna be yours, I think you leave me. Talk to me in your love language. Show me, yeah. I wanna connect to you. Help me understand how you speak your love language. Call me like you can't How are you doing, Miss Lisa? I'm okay. You know, we've been talking about, you know, our love and just things that we've discovered um, in our relationship. And um, I just wanted to talk about the love languages. You know, I told you that one of my love languages was touch. And um, the five love languages is actually a book that was written by a gentleman named Gary Chapman. It initially came out in 1992. So now, you know, there are quizzes that you can pull up on the Internet to help you find out what your love language is. And there's five different ones. Um, The first one is words of affirmation, quality time receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And this gentleman uh, is a pastor and a counselor, and he noticed that, you know, when he was talking to couples, he discovered a lot of people were um, having miscommunication issues because they were not aware, either were not aware of their particular love language or not aware of their partner's love language. And um, that prompted him to write this book on the five love languages. So I was just wondering... Uh, if it was something that you were aware of before we started our relationship. Well, I wasn't. Okay. (laughs) But so my primary love language is um, physical touch. And I think you'll notice that in uh, people that you know, you might meet somebody and say, you know, they're really touchy-feely. Um, and it could be that that's because their um, love language is physical touch. So that is one way that I express my love. You know, touching you, uh, holding hands, um, you know, rubbing your temples, rubbing your back, maybe resting my, my hand on your thigh if we're, if we're sitting. That's one of the ways that I express my love to you. How do you think you express your love? If you had to say out of that category of five, what would you say your love language is? Honestly, I uh, I never uh, gave it much thought. I heard a, a lot of talk about love language, and I knew it was, I took it as uh, someone took the time to organize how people should love each other or the, the uh love that happens between two people and uh you kind of helped me narrow minds down because uh i'm I'm a talker i 
can talk about anything if you press me hard enough. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm, I close up. I don't, you won't get a peep out of me. But if you press me hard enough on something, like this situation, yeah, I can talk about it. Doesn't mean I'm an expert at it or anything. It's just really just uh, my own personal feelings. And I don't know if anybody else will feel like this or not, but I'm sure there are some people that feel the same way I do. Like there's not a lot of people that will agree with me. There'll be a lot of people that will agree with me. Uh, I know that sounds arrogant, but follow me. Uh, I feel, based on the conversations you and I have had, and you help me to understand, that my love language may possibly be words of affirmation. Yeah, and I think that because you express your love in spoken words, uh, praise, and appreciation, and you do that very often. And I must say, I do enjoy that love language. And in the same token, you also enjoy words of encouragement, uplifting quotes, uh, receiving um, my text messages that I send you every day. And those are some of the things that uh, if someone's love language is words of affirmation, those are things that they do. Um, and those are some of the things that they would expect from their partner. You know, another one is quality time. You know, people whose love language is quality time, those are the people that appreciate love and affection being expressed through undivided attention from their partner. Um, it's not just being close to them, but it's also the quality of the closeness, like making eye contact, actively listening to them, staying present, focusing on their partners. I also think that's one of your love languages um, because you really like to, I call it, set the scene. You know, if we're going to a restaurant, you've already thought about the restaurant. You've already thought about where you would like for us to sit in the restaurant. You've already thought about the atmosphere in the restaurant. And all of this plays into that quality time that we spend together when we're in the restaurant, which affects uh, our meal and also how we uh, respond to each other when we're in that setting. What are your thoughts? My love language uh, is old school. Uh, I don't think... Uh, case I missed it. I don't think we had any books out about love languages back in the early 70s when I first really just started experiencing uh, what I thought was love for the opposite sex. First girlfriend and all that. Uh, I just knew I wanted to express the best way possible how I was feeling. You, you just want to be with this person. And then they turn around and want to be with you too. No tricks, no games. You, you both decide, you both decide that you're going to let the outside world be the outside world. And it's just going to be you, the both of you against the world. Because when two people fall, truly fall in love, you are two people against the world. That's why God say you got to work to become one. That is true. However, because we are people 
And if we have love languages that we don't understand, that can cause some problems in that love relationship. Right. And an example is um, with the quality time. If quality time is my love language and I am looking forward to, again, that quality time with you, we're making eye contact, you're actively listening, you're staying present, you're focused on, focusing on me. And instead, you know, you're talking on your phone, um, you're doing everything else. That's going to make me feel unloved. And that's where some problems can get into relationships when people do not understand either what their own love language is uh, or what their partner's love language is. And another love language is acts of service. So if this is your primary love language, it means that um, you express your love by helping, by doing helpful deeds for your partner. Um, this could be, you know, uh, doing chores around the house without being asked, helping with errands, working on special projects. Um, some people might feel that they are going to do more of those shared responsibilities in the home to relieve stress from their partner. But if you don't recognize that this is a way that I'm showing my love to you, um, then that could be an issue. Because I'm thinking, okay, he should recognize how much I love him because of all these things that I'm doing to make his life easier. Where if your love language is quality time, you're expecting me to be present in the moment. You know, we're sitting there, we're making eye contact, but that's not what I'm doing. We could both end up feeling unloved because we don't recognize. I'm not recognizing that quality time is important to you. You're not recognizing that all of these things I'm doing, I'm doing because I love you and I'm trying to make your life easier or things easier on you. So that's where miscommunication could enter into a relationship. I think, you know, there was something to be said for falling madly in love with somebody. There's also something to be said for staying madly in love with somebody because uh, unfortunately some of those initial feelings over time could change. And we know that they do change because the divorce rate is sky high. So this is just another little piece of the pie, as they would say, uh, something for you to think about. Uh, the last love language is receiving gifts. So, what Mr. Chapman says is that people in this category, they don't necessarily expect large or expensive gifts, but they do appreciate the thought behind them. But it's when their partner goes out of their way just to show them that they were thinking about you. And it doesn't have to be like a monetary value. It could be, you know, I was walking by the flower shop and I saw these beautiful roses and I thought of you and I got one rose for you. So, you know, gifts could be physical items or they could be, um, uh, anything that you surprise that partner with. And then that person would remember that gift because it was special. You put thought into it. So just like we were talking about communication, and we have to learn how our partners communicate and understand their communication and their way of communicating. Um, I would just suggest that everybody, they think about or they can Google Five love languages. There's all kind of tests out there that you can take to figure out what your primary love language should be. And then you can, you know, have that opportunity to look at your partner and maybe 
determine what you think their love language is, or maybe even have them take the, the love language test. It's just another way for couples to, to bond and to communicate and respond to each other. It's my opinion. Well, I, uh, since your, your opinion comes from uh, an author, Mr. Chapman, I guess he had to write that book uh, because a lot of people may not know or have uh, the wisdom or the knowledge to even go through the steps of love languages or even know what they are. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, you know, what he says in his book is that, you know, understanding how you love, how your partner loves can enhance the communication in your relationship. It can deepen emotional connection and foster a greater sense of intimacy in that relationship. And what, because it does make a difference. What, if, what if, if my love language is physical touch and okay, let me, let me, let me be a, a little devil, devil's advocate here. Uh, the uh, what if uh, I'll use myself? You say I have. You feel my love language is w- words of affirmation. What if my words of affirmation gets on somebody's nerves? They don't want to hear all that stuff. They like they liked it in the beginning. They fell in love. Well, I thought they fell in love, but well, now they're tired of hearing it. Uh, so that's part of the. Uh, love languages. So, so my yeah. point is, what if one one part of the love language? What makes these five better than all the rest? Uh, or can one of them fail? Have one of them fail? What if somebody well, did every sure step of it? Well, I'm sure they have all it? failed if the partner did not understand that was your love language. So, because I do recognize that that is your love language, and that yes, you give words of affirmation, but you're also expecting words of encouragement and words of support because I know that then if I love you that's what I'm going to try to do which in turn should deepen our relationship because um, we're both responding to each other positively if it's reciprocated yeah I agree well if it's not reciprocated then I would say um that couple needs to really look at their relationship. That was my point. If I, loved, if I loved the words that you were saying when we first met, what would make me not love them now? Or what would make me sick and tired of hearing them now? Yeah, and, and that's the point I, I was making that. What if, if what, what if everybody go out and bought Mr. Chapman's book and they're following, you know, the five steps to love language? You well, have I'm to, under, like you said. Book, the book was written in 1992. Well, okay. Well, no, it was on the New York Times bestseller. Okay, honey, honey. Yes. I didn't. I guess what I didn't know all of that information till you just spewed it out. So if I didn't know it, uh-huh. I'm betting there's a lot of guys out there that know all that information. So it's so, like, which is why we can present that to them. Exactly. My whole well, point is this. This is my whole point. People should be aware, as I said before, of how they express love and how they expect to receive love. Everybody should be aware of that. Whether you've read a book or not, you should know. I mean, you never read the book, but yet you know how you express love and you know how you expect to receive love. Is that not true? 
my my argument was with the side that guy that's listening to all of this and trying to connect but he's and she may be sitting next to him she's connecting and agreeing with everything but he's lost but there's that guy that want to keep his woman that want, wants to keep his relationship and she may be abrupt to all the love language languages and he don't have a clue if the way i'm loving you don't keep a smile on your face i know how to change it up i don't i don't go to the list of love language to know how to do it i just because i love you already know what I may need to do if you know I may have missed something, but I'm always thinking about you, and I haven't heard anything that I need to change yet. So, but I'm, I still keep a uh, listening ear. To me, that's a love language because somebody don't have to give you their time. Somebody don't have to give you time of day to listen to nothing you have to say. I've always felt wherever there is respect there's always love well i have no comment to all of that except to simply say this i know how i express my love and uh, the other individual either receives it or they don't i understand how you express your love which is why because i love you i am receptive to make sure that i am hopefully, um, responding to your love in the way that you expect. As I said, again, if love was that easy, the divorce rate would not be so high. So obviously there's a lot of people out there that may not be taking that time to understand their partner in that way. And it does make a difference because again, if you are, in my opinion, (laughs) If your love language is quality time, but yet I am working all the time, um, we're together and I'm on the phone, then that's going to present a picture that I am not loved. If my love language is words of affirmation and I'm always telling you, you're great, you're wonderful, you're fantastic, but I never hear a word of encouragement coming from you, that's going to pay a picture that I am not loved. So I'm sure there's millions of people that haven't, that never read the book. I'm sure there's millions of people that did read the book, which is why with all things, I suggest that people do their own research because we all express love differently. And I think it's important for people to understand how they express love and how they expect to receive love. You can be in love and not know any of that. Again, I point to the divorce rate. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of other things that have to go into people getting divorced, but some of them have to do with people not understanding how to love one another. And maybe this is just one more little tool that you can put in your tool belt and be aware of. And it's not just a love language for couples. You know, your kids have a way of showing love. Your family members have a way of showing love. Just being able to recognize that, oh, We don't all show love the same way. We don't all receive love the same way. But maybe there would would be one less opportunity for miscommunication if we were able to recognize um, those languages in a person. Uh, There's uh, something to be said about the recognize that in a person. 
you know, it's uh, you can you can find yourself in a relationship because you were, uh, shall I say, over the moon about this person, and now you're in a relationship with this person, and now you're realizing he's not. what you thought he was. He don't have any signs of anybody's love language. But now you're in here, you're not really slept with him or change it around for everybody. You already slept with her. He finally realized it. She finally realized it. So it's like, okay, now you, inter you interchange souls, whether people want to argue that or not. When two people sleep together, you inter interchanging your souls. Uh, you can Google that and see how deep that goes. It's uh, it goes really deep when you just sleep with somebody. It's sets. It's just anyway. But you re you're in a relationship now, and now you're realizing this person isn't matching any of your love language goals. But you slept with him. Or you slept with her. So there's a little bit of feeling there. So how do you break away? Or do you wait to see if this person gonna do, if you can help this person develop a love language? Maybe that's it. Since I no, like- No, that's not it. Because exactly. every person already has a love language, whether they want to acknowledge it or not. Everybody does. Everybody has a way, whether they've read the five love languages or not, of how they express love to another person. So I don't believe it's something that you can train somebody in. Right. Because they already have their own way. Again, whether they know what category it might fall in, everybody already has a way of how they express love and how they expect to receive love. Exactly. My point. I am simply suggesting if people are interested to know where they would fall in that grouping or where their partner would fall in their grouping, this is just another opportunity as I mentioned before, another tool in your belt to help you better understand and have a better relationship with that person. And hopefully you've seen something before you jump in bed with somebody. They've expressed something to you in some way. Hopefully. Just think about these things. You may be already doing a lot of these things. So don't let this scare you. This love languages, five of them, don't let that scare you. Just use it. You know, find out about it the best way you can. And and just marinate on, maybe just two of you marinate on one of them. One is going to lead you to the next and to the next and to the next. So you know it, you guys are sharing your love language all over the place. But you got to get there first. And the scenarios I put out there, or the, the confusion, negative scenarios that uh, keep you from getting there because it's, it's good to know. Knowledge is good. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And that's what we need. We need knowledge. You know, we can look around and find a lot of broken relationships. We don't want that to be our story. So I think you uh been a thousand with your touch, love language. 
like that one specific time I came home, I just had a horrible day, horrible day. Uh, I really just wanted to be by myself. But I say, no, I'm going to be with her. I'm going to behave myself. I'm not going to let my horrible day out. And you just started rubbing my temple. And you just started rubbing other things. And then before you know it, I, I forgot about my horrible day. Now, I could have easily say, don't touch me, leave me alone right now. No, I'm going to go back to my place. I don't want to be bothered. I had a very bad day. Those people pissed me off. And she never said, well, you can go and go to your house and come over my house later since you're upset. She still expected me to come. So I hope she realized that I'm showing her how much I love her because really right now I'd rather just be by myself. But it was more important to me that I did not disappoint you because she was looking forward to me coming. So I was thinking, I hope she realizes that I'm putting her above my own feelings. What if the other person don't have no idea and you're doing all these things and the other person just don't see it or they're not acknowledging it? That's where the miscommunications happen. It was too important to me not to disappoint you. I promised her that I would come over after work. Let me stay a man of my word and let me try to behave myself. She is still expects me to come over. So I hope she see that I'm putting her feelings above my own. And I hope the day never come that she never saw that. We all put forth an effort when we are expressing our love languages. And a lot of times they're not recognized which love language are you using. People are out there expressing their love all the time and it's not recognized. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was more important to me in my bad day to not disappoint you. And that's another one of the journeys that I realize within myself how I feel about you because I put you above my own feelings. You are a remarkable man. And I'm saying you're a man among men. Because I mean, I can only speak to my own history that those guys would not do that. There's not just one thing there are a lot of things that go into love. There's a lot of things that go into a relationship. It's not just one thing. But if we can be aware of many things, I think that officer the officer offers the opportunity for someone to maybe be more successful than they have in the past. You know, I'm not trying to force feed love languages. I'm just suggesting to people, do you even know what you're love? Do you know how you give love? Do you know how to receive love? Some people don't know how to receive love, regardless of how it's being presented to them. That's a fact. It's just one more thing that you might want to consider when you're in a relationship. We haven't even talked about respect. Who? Who? Well, again, uh, just as I am trying to equip myself to have a positive long-term relationship, I'm hoping that other people might hear something and think, no, let me look that up because this is what I think my love language is. Let me see where, you know, my partner, my husband, my spouse, my whatever falls and just be more aware because, again, it creates another intimate connection between the two of you. And it's all about those connections that keep us together. That's true. So 
I know what my love language is. I know how I give love and I know how I like to receive love. So I encourage everyone out there to come to their own self-realization. So happy dating. Date happy. Best way y'all can. <laughs> okay, until next time. Bye, Miss Lisa. Bye, Lisa. Ooh, she did the nasty again. Join us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family, happy dating. And what did he say? Date? Happy?